Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. This episode is sponsored by RW Knudsen Organic Just Tart Cherry Juice. Just the thing you need to crush your sleep routine. As more and more people are looking to prioritize sleep, organic Just Tart Cherry is having a moment thanks to Tart Cherry's potential sleep-related and muscle recovery benefits. If you've seen the Sleepy Girl mocktail videos on TikTok, then you know exactly what I'm talking about. Tart Cherry Juice is where the internet girlies say a better night's rest is, and I gotta say, they're not wrong. Tart cherries may help you get a better night's sleep because they have natural melatonin. So if you're trying to get a better night's sleep, you should drink the good stuff. R.W. Knudsen is 100% juice made with only high quality ingredients. R.W. Knudsen crushes only 100% real ingredients so you can crush everything you do. Pick up a bottle at your local grocery store today. Hello and welcome to Forever 35, a podcast about the things we do to take care of ourselves. I'm Kate Spencer. And I am Dori Shafrir. And we're not experts. We're not. We're two friends who like to talk a lot about serums. And this, in your ears right now, is what we call a mini episode where we hear from you, we share your comments and your thoughts, and we answer your questions to the best of our ability. Please remember, we are podcast hosts. We're not experts. We always encourage you to seek support first and foremost from a medical and or mental health professional as needed. If you want to reach us, you may leave us a voicemail or send us a text at 781-591-0390. You can also email us or email us a voice memo at forever35podcast at gmail.com. And if you want to visit our website, you can do that for links to everything we mentioned on the show. We're on Instagram at Forever35Podcast and the Forever35 Facebook group is still going strong at facebook.com slash groups slash Forever35Podcast. The password is serums. Oh, Dory. Yes, Kate. We're kicking things off with a listener who wants to know our exact makeup process. Okay. So let's read their message and then let's just kind of do take this first few minutes of the show to break. Well, just to, to discuss and we can break down what we're wearing. This person wrote to us and they said, hi, cat and door, long time listener, first time email. I'm a 40-year-old mom to four who has never had the time to care about makeup. I just tossed something on and ran off about the day. Now I am finding I have time and interest in all the things I see on TikTok, Insta, etc., contouring and highlighting, and honestly, just learning how to put on eye makeup. But I am stuck. I purchase the things I am targeted and then get them, and I have no idea how to use it. 
videos aren't helping either. I don't even know what order to apply anything. I swear I thought it was concealer, then CC cream and foundation, but the internet tells me otherwise. I just cannot get it. Please share your makeup process step by step. That's in all caps. I need help. I want what they are calling gym makeup. Really, we have to put on a full face for the gym now? Question mark. Ha ha. For my everyday look, natural yet flawless. Thanks for the help. Love you both. I have a lot to just to say about like what we're being fed versus what is feasible and like same. I have kind of made peace with the, f- and I understand the way those videos make you feel. I watch them and I'm like, oh my God, I've got to be fucking contouring my nose, like, and not my face. And, and then I just have said to myself, you know what? That's just not going to be for me. I don't mm-hmm. have the time or energy mm-hmm. or quite frankly, the, the interest mm-hmm. in learning how to do that. Mm-hmm. And I think that is just fine. And I do think we really need to look if that interests you and you want to learn how to do it and you love it. That's great. But we can also make peace with the fact that we are being bombarded with billions of bits of information that makes it feel like we're being told to do things when we still can, even though I know free will is probably a myth, we can still kind of choose what we want to do. Yeah. I also want to gently push back on this idea of natural yet flawless. Keep talking. Because I feel like this plays into the whole pernicious no makeup look. Shuddery shudders. The quote natural beauty look where the whole idea is to not look like you put in any effort. But Mm. look as this listener writes, flawless. And I think that this is a very pernicious message that has been kind of put forth to us mm-hmm. by influencers, by websites, by magazines. Um, and I would just urge you to reconsider this idea. Like, it sounds to me like you don't want people to know that you're wearing makeup because that would imply that you I don't know that would imply that you need makeup quote unquote or that you're trying too hard you're trying too hard Mm. you're worried what people might think if they know that you're wearing makeup but you want the effects of wearing makeup without actually wearing you know without people thinking you're wearing the makeup so you know to me that's sort of a dangerous like self-esteem road to start going down um and there's nothing wrong with wearing a full face of makeup if that's what you want to wear yeah i yeah and i think also this you know it's interesting when you talk about this idea of like we look we are wearing makeup but look like we're not wearing makeup it it's another way of hiding the labor that goes into things yes, and the exactly. labor that we're all like, kind of required to mm-hmm. do by society. Right. That is fucking exhausting. Mm-hmm. All that being said, I have product recommendations for you, but I'm bumped. 
I mean, <gasps> I have thoughts. Let's hear them. Okay. I think you would really like Say Beauty, S-A-I-E. I do really like their products. If I'm putting on makeup, if I'm if I'm choosing to wear makeup for just a regular day where I'm like working and picking up my kids and making dinner, that kind of day, you know, dropping something off at school or running an errand, I don't wear makeup every day. But if I were choosing to put some on, I would possibly use some sort of primer. Really, I think anything goes here. Whatever you got. Then I would put on, I like this Say Slip Tint Dewy Tinted Moisturizer. It's extremely sheer. There's n- barely any coverage, but I think that's what you want. If you want a little more coverage, I really love the It CC Cream. Mm. It's really great. Mm-hmm. And then I have been, I bought a bunch of the Say Beauty stuff. So I've just been kind of using that really. It's super quick. I put that, I'll put their lightweight, uh, what do I put on underneath? Hold on. They have something called a serum foundation, Hydro Bounce Serum Foundation. So I'll put that on my face. Then I'll put their slip tint on. Um, maybe a little like blotches of their dewy highlighter. They're, this is not sponsored. I just bought a bunch of their products. They have a dew blush liquid cheek blush. I do like two dots of it on my cheek because I find it very pigmented and I just rub mm-hmm. it in with my fingers. And then I put a little bit of their Hydra Beam Brightening Creamy Under Eye Concealer on. And that's, and then I'll put on a mascara. And for mascara, I have two that I really like. One is by Shoshi Glamour, and it's a refillable mascara. This brand just sent us some stuff, and I, I use it and I really love their mascara and their lip products are like to Mm. die for. Their lipsticks are great. Um, so, and then also, the Gwen Stefani, I think you pronounce it give, although I think she spells it like G-X-V-E or something mm-hmm, fucking annoying. Mm-hmm. But that mascara is excellent. So I I use those two and then I might like, realistically, I'm just putting on some like lip balm. I'm not even putting on a lipstick or anything. And that's that's just like a day to day. I also do like the Jones Road Miracle Balm. My caveat with this product is like I think I have it in the color. I think it's dusty rose. Maybe it's flush. I forget the exact name. But I'm just using it on my cheeks. It's like a giant tub of product, and I use mm-hmm. very, very little of it. Like you could share this with, like, split a miracle bomb with like four friends. So I, I like it, but it's just enormous. Like the amount of product you get is absurd to me. Yeah, that's fair. Okay. So that's, that is it. If I was like putting on a, a heavier makeup face, I would probably do use different products. I also like the Jane Airedale Dream Tint as a light foundation. But those are, that's kind of my like, if I just tossed some makeup in a bag for the day, that is what I would be wearing. Dory? Anything you want to add? Um, yeah, I'm, I want to share my kind of... Actually, I will share exactly what I take to the gym. So I bring my under eye concealer, my IT Cosmetics Bye Bye Under Eye. I bring my... I don't think I've talked... I actually don't think I've talked about this product <gasps> on the pod before. Go and on. I actually really love it. It is from Youthphoria. 
I've never heard of and this it place. Is their BYO blush color changing blush oil. Ooh. So allegedly it reacts to your skin's pH to give you a flush that is like exactly your like your perfect shade. I mean, my Hello Kitty Pixie pH lip tint does this and it is so fucking great. Yeah, it's actually very cool because I have noticed it does give me a tint that is like the perfect kind of cool pink shade that like yes i'm Ooh, the, the one i'm supposed to be wearing do i need um, to tappity tap add to cart on this one I mean, and favorite it and watch it and think about it i i really like it it takes a it it there's a bit of a learning curve to it mm, because it okay. doesn't it doesn't show up right away so I think our instinct often with like blush is like you put some on and then you think, oh, I, I need a little bit more. But if you don't right. wait the like 10 seconds for it to like adjust to your skin, you end up with like so much product on your face because <laughs> you didn't like let it figure out your color. Sure. But if you do, then it's great. Um, and I like to use a little beauty blender to like blend that in and blend in the um, concealer. And then I use my Thrive Cosmetics mascara. And that's kind of it. Like for my like very oh, and an eyebrow pencil. Um, I will often bring or like some sort of eyebrow situation. I think I think doing your eyebrows is like a very underrated, quick, mm, I agree. easy thing to make yourself look like a little bit more pulled together. Um, so those are the four things I would do. And then like if you want, you can do like a lip gloss or something i you know i have to come clean and say that like i love the way lipstick and lip glosses look they don't really last on my face i'm always mm -hmm. like touching my face or like drinking something and the super long lasting ones i feel like inevitably dry out my lips and so i just not that i've like given up on lip gloss and lipstick but i'm it's not like a must do for me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. I, I, I just, that's why I'm just putting on my like rose lip balm and yeah. just, or Vaseline. Just calling really. it a day. Yep. Yeah. Signing off. Yep. Um, so anyway, that's, that's what I, that's what I got to say. Yeah. I mean, look, we could definitely do, if people want to toss out their prod racks, we could do a whole episode on this. But let's also discuss like the implications and the larger things around it. Because I do think it's interesting. I think I'm curious, I'm curious about our feelings about this. Mm. You know, mm. brings mm -hmm. up a lot of, a lot of feelings. Anyway, mm -hmm. <clears throat> Dory, let's take a break. And when we come back, we have uh, a couple questions about transportation. All right. We'll be right back. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. 
So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question and take advantage of 30% off? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com to get 30% off. Select lab-grown diamonds. That's BlueNile.com for 30% off lab-grown diamonds. BlueNile.com. There are some stories about my dad's life that I truly never get tired of hearing. There's some that are hilarious, some that are heartfelt, some that have some real crazy plot twists, like there, there's, there's one about a camel that, well, I'll just, I'll leave it at that. But anyway, his retelling of the events always brings me joy. And just in time for Father's Day, I found the perfect gift that captures all his stories for my family forever. It's called StoryWorth. StoryWorth helps you preserve precious memories and stories from your father or your father figure's life for years to come. Here's how it works. Each week, StoryWorth emails your loved one a thought-provoking question that you get to help pick. StoryWorth makes the writing process a breeze. All your loved one needs to do is respond to that email with a story. Long or short, it doesn't matter. You'll be emailed a copy of your loved one's response as they're submitted over the course of the year. You'll get to enjoy their retelling of the stories you already know or be surprised by stories you never heard before. After that year of fun, StoryWorth compiles your loved one's stories and photos into a beautiful keepsake hardcover book that you'll be able to share and revisit for generations to come. And you can even keep a copy of the book for yourself. I'm so excited to be able to look at this book with Henry and tell him all the stories about my dad. And it's just going to be, I know it's just going to be such a nice like family thing that we do together. Because families love StoryWorth. That's why it has more than 25,000 five-star reviews on Trustpilot, with millions of stories preserved since they were founded over 10 years ago. Give all the, quote, fathers in your life a unique, heartfelt gift you'll all cherish for years. StoryWorth. Right now, save $10 on your first purchase when you go to storyworth.com slash forever35. That's storyworth.com slash forever35 to save $10 on your first purchase. This summer, I want my skin to glow, but not from the sun. Today's episode is sponsored by Apostrophe, your key to upping your skincare game this summer. Apostrophe's goal is to help you feel confident in your own skin. Whether you're dealing with breakouts, signs of aging, or acne scarring, Apostrophe will help you love the skin you're in. I've been working with Apostrophe to just kind of get things a little smoother you know what I'm saying? And I'm using some tretinoin, which I love. Apostrophe is an online platform that connects you with an expert dermatology team to get customized treatment for your unique skin. It's super simple to get started. You fill out an online consultation about your skin goals and medical history, snap a few selfies of your skin, and pretty soon a dermatology provider will create a treatment plan just for you. And I do mean pretty soon. Like it's very fast. You get your customized treatment plan, but you can also ask any questions that you need to ask. It's very seamless, very easy. Love the skin you're in and show it some love with Apostrophe this summer. Get your first visit for only $5 at apostrophe.com slash forever35 when you use our code forever35. 
That's a savings of $15. This code is only available to Forever 35 listeners. To get started, just go to apostrophe.com slash Forever 35 and click get started. Then use our code Forever 35 at sign up and you'll get your first visit for only $5. Thank you, Apostrophe, for sponsoring this episode. All right, welcome back. Dory, would you mind reading this first email for us? I definitely would not. Hi, Kate and Dory. I would love some advice. I'm making a big cross-country move from Des Moines, Iowa to Richmond, Virginia to go to graduate school in the fall. I've lived in Des Moines for over 10 years, and I'm paralyzed with anxiety about all the logistics that need to fall into place with a move like this. I'm very excited about graduate school, but the current stress of moving is totally eclipsing that. You both have done big cross-country moves before, right? Do you have any advice or tips for how to do this? How do I look for apartments when I'm 18 hours away? How did you move your things? How much money did you save to pull it off? Help. I will be moving with my partner who will continue working their same job. So when my husband and I moved from Brooklyn, New York to Los Angeles, California, some of the things that we did. One, we never looked for apartments ourselves. Friends, there was a, an apartment opening mm. up in our friend's building. And they went and looked at, they told us about it, looked at it for us. And we rented it sight unseen. Like I only saw pictures of, of the wow, apartment. Wow, okay. Because I, I think I have had other friends uh, and other people I know, you know, like one of them will go out and look and sign a lease on something mm -hmm. before the move. Um, but we couldn't, I don't think we could afford to do that. So that is how we did it. Um, you know, it's a risk, but that is just, you know, that is what we did. So I think you can, you can rent an, you can rent an apartment sight unseen from, you know, you can For ask sure. someone the, owner or landlord or whoever to do a video tour like that might just be how you have to do it it's not a permanent home um mm -hmm. you know you're only living there for however long your lease is um, but that's what i would recommend and let's see we also had movers and i would thoroughly research if you're using movers thoroughly research because i've heard some horror stories of cross-country moves and we had them come and we had an eight-month-old baby at the time. So we paid the extra to have them pack up our apartment, which was magical. Um, and then it was about three to four weeks of waiting for our stuff in Los Angeles. Like they came and packed us up. We, we flew out the next day. And <clears throat> then our stuff arrived. I would recommend going and getting some like basic stuff to have in your new place. You know, we slept in an air mattress. We had like went to Target and bought blankets and a few plates and those sorts of things. Plates I still use to this day. Plastics, big plastic oh, bowls that I love. Yeah. Okay. So you're going to want to do like we literally landed at the airport and drove to Ikea. It was really intense. It was, it was intense. It was with a baby and a cat. So I, it's I think you just also have to rem constantly be reminding yourself that moving is one of the most traumatic things that you can do. It's extremely yeah. unsettling and stressful. So you have to just understand or just remind yourself that when you're like overwhelmed and stressed and freaking out and everything is a fucking disaster, like this is a extremely big life event. I don't remember how much money we saved because it was 12 years ago, but we did not have a ton of money saved. 
Um, you said that you are going to graduate school. The first thing I would do is I would reach out to your school. They almost definitely have some sort of housing office. And I would ask if there are any um, like internal lists, bulletin boards, you know what I mean? Like internal Craigslist type places where totally. apartments are posted. Um, it sounds like you're not going to have any sort of like student housing. So, but I, I would, I would ask about that because that is a good way to find places that are probably like near campus. And, you know, I don't want to say vetted, but like people have probably rented from them before. The other thing I would do is uh, call the uh, admin of your particular program mm. and ask if there is any sort of like department email list of graduate students that you could email and ask if anyone in the department has any knowledge of available apartments. Like I would take advantage of the school. Yes. Great. And, you suggestion. know, you going into like a school situation. <clears throat> Um, the other thing I would say is I'm going to assume that one of you will be driving. Mm -hmm. I'm going to assume that you have a car that you will be bringing. Um, if that assumption is incorrect, I'm sorry, but I'm going to assume that I would pack, really go through <laughs> your stuff and think about what are the things that I'm really going to need for you know, two to four weeks while our stuff is getting moved. Um, one tip that I've seen that I've never tried, but seems like a super useful thing to do is you like pack a suitcase with the things that you think you'll need. And then you kind of only use the stuff out of that suitcase. And if it's not in the suitcase, then you put it in the suitcase Oh, smart, Dory. So this is before you, you leave. This is before you leave. And you kind of do that for a few days because that way, like, oh, you go to brush your teeth and <clears throat> your toothbrush isn't in the suitcase. Then you put it in the suitcase. You know what I mean? Yep. So that way you could at least have those like really important things that a you don't you might you might not want to entrust to movers um, like any sort of documents or whatever. And you know, medications, like all that kind of stuff, but then also stuff that would just kind of be annoying to live without for, you know, a few weeks. I love that. That's such a good suggestion. I've never even thought so, about that. I love it. I forget where I read this tip. Um, it's possible it was in like Forever 35 Travel, but... Yeah, I, I'm always like, I should do that. And then like, I forget. <laughs> <laughs> never have. Yep. <laughs> I've never done it. But <clears throat> it's always like advice I give people because I'm like, if I were more organized, I would do this. Yeah, it's a great idea. Yeah. So whoever thought of that, great work. Credit goes to you. Mm -hmm. um, good luck, listener, with your move. Yeah. 
Here is an email we received. Hi, Kat and Dor. Looking for some advice on learning how to drive. I'm going to turn 34 soon and I feel pathetic that I never got my license. I tried to learn in my 20s and with undiagnosed ADHD, a bad teacher and overwhelming self-doubt, it just didn't happen. I've told myself that I need to at least try to learn again, especially now that I'm on meds for the ADHD, but I keep talking myself out of it because I'm so scared of failing. I should also add that at this point, I need to first rewrite the written test because that has now expired, but I can't even get myself to refresh myself on the rules so I can write the test. Anyone else out there who learned how to drive, quote, later in life? Any tips? Um, I did not personally learn how to drive later in life, but I have some friends who did. Oh, interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. And and did yeah, I they... Think- well, I think it's actually like fairly common for people who grew up like in New York City mm-hmm. to never have learned how to drive. Totally. Like if you grew up in LA, you like it's not a blanket generalization because obviously there's a lot of people who can't afford cars in Los Angeles, but it is more of a driving city than New York where like even people who could afford cars oftentimes either don't have one or it's just not something that their kid would learn necessarily. It's just not as much part of the culture. So I do know a few people who grew up in New York who like as adults either like moved out of New York or for whatever reason, like decided they needed to learn how to drive um, and did as adults. I think this is just the kind of thing where like you just have to kind of like psych yourself out and, and own it. Um. And and try as much as you can to sort of let go of the shame that it seems like you feel over yeah. never having learned how to drive. I agree that it's definitely much more common than I think it, it seems. And yes. even if it wasn't, it's still okay. Um, totally. I Yeah, I think if you can break it down into really digestible steps – because you mentioned the test and I just, you know, I see you and I understand the feeling of like, I I understand the inability, not the feeling, the inability to rewrite the written test. Like you have to refresh yourself on the test. So I think if you can set yourself up with like very doable goals, like open the website to like, just, you know, just like write down the URL what is the website where I, I'm going to learn about this written test? Okay, I found the URL. Now I at least know what it is. Then tomorrow I can maybe open the URL. Mm. I also think that if it's <clears throat> within your means financially to like get a go to driving school, like research yeah, totally what the good driving schools are in your area and take private driving lessons. I don't. I mean, I took driving lessons when I was a kid. Driver driver's ed was truly a bizarre experience for me. It was very weird. I don't know if you took driver's ed, but I think oh, there I are sure lots did. of driving schools. There are lots of folks learning how to drive as adults. And I would just get yourself, like, find someone who you feel really comfortable with and just take your time. There's no rush. You know, there's no I ha- pressure. I, I will say, I <clears throat> I sincerely hope that driver's ed has evolved since the time that I took it in the in the early to mid-90s. Yes, Agreed. <laughs> There's a lot of like unnecessary fear mongering, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Like I hope that they've now learned to like walk the line between like instilling a healthy degree of like safety and awareness. 
versus like trying to scare the shit out of teenagers. Mm, God, don't I remember those times? Yeah. <laughs> so strange. All right. Um, um, Dory, let's take one more break and come back okay, with let's one that. last question. Okay. You know, life is unpredictable and a little peace of mind goes a long way. I like the Life360 app because it keeps my family connected and protected throughout the day. I mean, look, no one wants to think about things that could happen in a day, but they can happen. And with Life360, you can set up free crash detection that sends you an alert if someone in your circle is in an accident. You can know exactly where your kids are, if they need help, if there's an emergency of any kind, or you can use the SOS button for 24-7 emergency dispatch response. Life360 can be your lifeline in an emergency, but beyond that, it can even help with everyday practicalities. Are you trying to plan when to start a family function based on your kid's arrival time? This way, you can coordinate activities in real time, keep tabs on your kids, and even connect with friends without constantly bugging them. Henry does a lot of after-school activities, and he's going to be in different places all the time, and it's just nice to know where he is, is he safe, et cetera, et cetera. So I never have to worry because parents have enough to worry about. Breathe easier with Life360. Visit life360.com or download the app today and use code FOREVER35 to get one month of the gold package for free plus 15% off on all tiles. That's life360.com, code FOREVER35. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. All right, Dory, we're just going to end things today with some thoughts from a listener about uh, a person, one of the, another listener who was worried that a friend had unfollowed them on social media. Okay or muted them, I should say. Hey, this is in response to the listener who was worried about her friend who maybe might have muted her on Instagram or doesn't watch her posts, whatever. In conjunction with what you guys are saying about, you know, the algorithm makes it difficult, etc. I just want to say that I have been known to, before me it was an option, I used to unfollow people who maybe were acquaintances but that I felt like posted too much and were inhibiting me from, or prohibiting me rather from uh, seeing other posts that I want to see. But sometimes it can be as simple as that. If you post too many stories a day and the friend just wants to see specific content, or another move that I'm noticing a lot with my friends and uh, myself to some degree is I'll mute a lot of noise and then or I'll go through phases where I mute everybody and just log on to only look for the feel-good stuff. Um, 
But then I'd also not to make it a whole thing. Make sure you haven't done anything to annoy this friend. I don't know. It depends how close you are. That last part's probably garbage, but I just wanted to share my thoughts. Bye. Yeah, like, yeah. You, I, I do like that this, part, this listener's like, maybe your friend just unfollowed you because you're too much online. I mean, yeah, that's like r- real talk, right? That could be it. Yeah. Or you're not just for that. Your online presence isn't for them, which isn't a critique of you. It just is what it is. Look, everybody has the right to exist on social media how they want, right, Dory? Like, yeah. it doesn't, I think somebody muting you or unfollowing you doesn't mean that they don't like you. Totally. We have to figure out new boundaries to set in this online world. Yeah, I think that's like really fair. I mean, I like, and it's the kind of thing where, like, well, whatever. We already we already discussed this. Um, I appreciate this listener's point of view. I also think that like you can drive yourself crazy trying to figure out why someone did something on social media. And like, yes. ultimately, it doesn't like really matter. Yes. You know? No. So. This is such a good point. Amen, amen, amen. Kate, this is my way of telling you that I've unfollowed you. I'm just kidding. I haven't unfollowed you. You know what? Remember when I accidentally blocked you yes! on Instagram? <laughs> do you remember when I accidentally blocked you? I do. I remember. <laughs> that was hilarious. Yes. It was so weird. It's like, Kate, uh, I think the reason you're not seeing my stuff is because it appears that you have blocked me. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) It was an accident. Um, (sighs) All right. All right. Well, Dory, let's set a boundary and sign off. Great. Bye, everyone.